Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Mount Lockmore Podcast, episode 57 here, presented by the Coda Sports Gambling Network. I am Coda Capper Pace, alongside me like every single day, every single episode is, of course, B-Russ 35. B-Russ, it is almost Friday, it's almost the weekend. How are we doing here this Thursday, July 8th? Doing fantastic, just enjoying another day baby just just another day time to make some money awesome sounds good we love it Buras, i was going to ask you too so i was coaching uh, little kids basketball uh last night and uh when i become a parent uh hopefully not too soon but probably in the future here <laughs> as i'm getting married uh later this year uh no matter if my kids i hope my kids play basketball but no matter what they play either basketball hockey whatever i'm going to teach them like at least the basics before they go to like a basketball or hockey camp or something because i'll tell you what i was coaching these little kids yesterday and they had nothing they had no idea like even how to hold the basketball and like as parents they should be embarrassed to send their kids like that so that's just something that pissed me off yesterday I just had to bring it up now my kids are gonna know a little bit about every sport it doesn't matter what sport it is yeah exactly just like not I don't I'm not saying you have to know how to sh- like even really shoot but at least hold the basketball like a layup or whatever like just so mm-hmm. you're not going in there your kid looks like you know doesn't know what's going on at all so yeah you gotta you gotta get them right you gotta get you gotta you know get them get them uh right and ready and prepare them that's yes. uh that's the main thing prepare exactly them. prepare big word uh b russ anything pissing you off lately or no <laughs> um no no okay just, just enjoying I'm, it i'm not i'm not like you i don't have to i'm not dealing with you know kids all the time so true true yeah uh, but you b russ now do you have to have you ever saved anyone in the pool because you got to watch over the pool sometimes at work right yeah no i've never never had to jump in to save anybody okay well, that's good then. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty cake, but you know, as soon as I say that, I'm probably gonna have to jump in later today and <laughs> save some drowning kid or something. Yeah. Knock on wood. We jinxed it there. Be right. So mm-hmm. uh, just had to bring that up. Uh, just, I don't know. I guess it was bothering me clearly. So I had to bring that up early here in the podcast, but be Russ this weekend, UFC 264. You're our guy for that. Uh, obviously McGregor, Dustin Poirier, uh, minus 125 uh, at the book that I use. I saw that uh, Poirier's wife uh, DM'd McGregor on Instagram. Just kind of break it all down for us here, B-Russ. Listen, man, this is the stuff that, you know, we're here for. We don't want to see, like, the last fight where they were both being nice to each other. We don't want that. We want to see McGregor just, you know, go at his family like he did with the Beeb. Um, <laughs> you know, we got Jolie Poirier apparently – DM and him and nobody knows what he says because he didn't accept the message or he didn't at least post that the accepted message uh he left uh Dustin a little uh voicemail I guess on Twitter the other night calling him a silly hillbilly um you know so it's just uh this is what we want to see at apparently according to Dana that uh you know Connor is right and ready and he's in the right mindset for this one he didn't really take the last one too seriously but we'll we'll see um you know, I've, from what I've seen, people are saying, oh, this is this is a do or die fight for Connor. And I don't necessarily think that. I think that, I mean, his last two losses have been against Poirier and 
Habib and, you know, those are two of the best lightweights in the world. So, uh, you know, we're, it's, it's going to be a good one. Hopefully, um, you know, I think I'm probably going to sprinkle McGregor, uh, just because he's my guy. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what we're rolling with on Saturday night. I think McGregor's going to come out uh, and just, you know, old old school McGregor, just go right at him right from the jump and not really sit back and wait for something. He's just going to go in there and throw that left hand and uh, hopefully finish him early. Is this going to be a – yeah, okay, you just kind of said there, Is this going to be a quick fight or, or no? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at, like, the rounds or anything, the over-unders yet. Um, where I would – if I had to – say i would probably say it's going to end in a knockout within the first three rounds no matter who's okay who it is yeah okay i like that i, I like a knockout i'll take that okay yeah i mean that's I what we're here that's what everybody tunes in for <laughs> and then you got the the opener of the main card is the the sugar show sean o'malley uh, another electric uh fighter he's just he's always looking for that walk off uh knockout and uh you know hopefully we get another one from him uh, just the card's going to be bookended by two electric, uh, electric human beings and McGregor and, uh, the sugar show. Absolutely. The, uh, sugar show too. Uh, great follow on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you haven't checked his stuff out, he is electric. He's extremely electric. He's a <laughs> great follow. I, I, he's hilarious, dude. I, uh, I think I even follow him on TikTok too. And, uh, he's just like the weirdest dude that I've ever seen. Oh yeah, he's absolutely a weird dude. Like he's got the, the hair, the yep. rainbow hair, and <laughs> you know, he all he does is smoke weed and play video games when he's not, uh, you know, training. So it's he's he's a fun guy to follow. Uh, on a, a lot of his TikToks are him just like knocking out and just like dominating one of those stand standalone uh, UFC like I guess fighters, the chest and the head. He's just like all mm-hmm. over that on TikTok. Yeah, that's just that's just what he does. <laughs> Great follow there. So, all right, B-Russ is rolling with McGregor. He'll tweet out his card, obviously, on Saturday. You can find that at B-Russ35 on Twitter. Uh, B-Russ, you touched on a few other fights, so obviously the Sugar Show. Anything else uh, you're looking at here for Saturday? Uh, you got uh, Gilbert Burns, who, uh, you know, is one of the top uh, welterweight guys in the world as well. Um, he's fighting in the co-main event going to be another just electric uh fight there too i'm looking forward to that one um and then i gotta gotta dive a little deeper into the undercard before i uh you know talk too much about any of them Um, so we'll we'll get into that uh maybe a little video on saturday morning before uh you know everything goes down Awesome. Uh, we'd love to hear it. So again, you can follow BRUS on Twitter at BRUS35. Uh, if he posts a video or anything like that, any content, you can also be on the website too, www.codasportscappers.com. So BRUS, uh, quick transition here to college football uh, from one from one sport uh, to another sport. That also includes hitting and, uh, and all that jazz. And we have a fair amount of games here coming up soon, very soon. I'm counting down the days. I know that. I just yes, got sir. my... Uh, college football lindy's sports magazine so i've been diving into that that's been fun but uh any games here b russ in this first week that uh kind of uh jumping out to you i do have five games here so i'll let you kind of go first and then i'll show you my five games i'm looking out for so obviously we're looking at uh, the mountaineers uh week one they go on the road to college park they're renewing a rivalry with uh Maryland, uh, longtime border rivalry there. Um, they haven't played since uh, 2015, 
we beat the shit out of them in Morgantown. Uh, we're heading to College Park this year, four and a half point favorites. Um, I'm excited about the Mountaineers this year. I'm cautiously optimistic, as I always am going into any sort of WVU season, um, because I know eventually I'm just going to get my heart ripped out of my chest. <laughs> so uh, just kind of cautious, but uh, I'm excited. I like what uh, old Neil Brown's got going in Morgantown. Uh, doing great things on the recruiting trail right now. Um, so that one is uh, one game in week one. Obviously, I'm going to be watching. Uh, and then you got, um, you know, they put out lines for uh, a lot of the, like, big-time games. Obviously, Georgia-Clemson week one in Charlotte. I think Clemson opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, I saw that four-and-a-half. Georgia, four and, it's at four-and-a-half now. Yep. So that one's going to be another one, an early contest for game of the year. Uh, I mean, it's DJ Uyunglele and JT Daniel is just two star quarterbacks going at it, two high-level programs who really, I mean, if you look at a map, they're like an hour, hour and a half apart, I'm pretty sure. Um, but they rarely, rarely play. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. And then Penn State and Wisconsin on that fourth as well uh penn state heading to madison uh to open up the big 10 seed i think this is really the first time i've seen like this is the first time the big 10's really like open the season with big 10 games uh so you know i mean like ohio state is playing on the road in minnesota indiana and iowa are playing each other uh penn state and wisconsin obviously uh wisconsin four and a half point favorites uh, i think that's going to be another one that you know, two teams that are probably battling for second place in the Big Ten uh, behind Ohio State. And then, uh, obviously, we got uh, Marshall and Navy. Ew. Uh, Alabama and Miami, <laughs> that one will be interesting just because does Miami, you know, just lay down and get their teeth kicked in or do they show any sort of fight? Uh, you know, Alabama usually goes into these neutral site openers and uh, just – beat some dog shit out of people so we'll see uh you know um what miami has if anything heisman hopeful Derek king going in there and uh you know hopefully putting on a show and maybe surprising uh nick saban in alabama a little bit i think that uh 18 points is a little too much for uh a game that you know one team that underdog has the established quarterback and the uh you know the favorites have someone somebody in uh Bryce, uh, what what's his like? Uh, Bryce, Bryce something. Young, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. That's it. Yep. Yeah, Bryce Young, uh, preemptive starting quarterback. We everybody assumes that Bryce Young is going to be the starter at Alabama. Never really, never really played a lot, you know, behind uh, Tua and Mac Jones and all that. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out. And I'm assuming they'll just pound the rock and you know run the ball for 400 yards. But uh, that'll be an interesting one. Um. Another one that's going to have a ton of points is uh, Texas Tech going on the road to Houston. There might be 90 points scored <laughs> in that game, Ten, a thousand yards yeah. in that game. It's going to be just up and down the field all day. Uh, that's that's what I tune in to see. Yeah, obviously, me being, me being the Big 12 guy, we're tuning in to see just points on points on points. Uh, yeah, so that's just a few of the uh, opening week games that I have my eye on. 
Awesome. Hey, Bira, shout out to you. You uh, you knocked down. You knocked it out of the park with DJ. How do you, how do you say it? Ua Ungalela, uh, his name? Ui Ungalele. Ui Ungalele. Okay, there we go. So you got, uh, I thought after Tua, I guess his brother's still at Maryland, but I thought after uh, yeah. the, uh, the the Tugalai Vola boys uh, that we would, we would get some easier nicknames or names, and uh, we sure didn't here nope. with Clemson's quarterback. Nope, apparently uh, DJ's little brother uh, is also – I think he's going to Clemson. Okay. But I'm not. I think he's a, he's the same age as Arch Manning because I okay. saw a video a couple of weeks ago of uh, him and Arch uh, tossing the rock. And apparently he's a like five star defensive end who also plays tight end Ooh. and he runs like a wide receiver. So uh, yeah, it's, that's, uh, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, watch out there. Um, B Russ, real quick on your Mountaineers. Uh, Neil Brown obviously got the extension here in the offseason. Is this a, a pretty big year for, for the Mountaineers? Uh, I think this is a the year they take a step. And, you know, last year, uh, we're calling this, this is year, year one. We're going to call okay. this year one um, because we had year zero in his first year. It's kind of the, you know, when you have that transition from uh, head coaches, you got to have that year where they, uh, you know, it's not going to go great. Obviously, most of the time um, you got guys who aren't on your roster. You're going to have roster turnover. They've seen a lot of uh, transfers, guys go into the transfer portal, transfer portal the last couple of years. Uh, and then last year, obviously, with COVID and it kind of, you know, um, being a weird year for everybody. Uh, we're going to call this year, year one, maybe year one and a half. Um, okay. But I think they take a big step this year. I think they'll probably finish top five top four in the big 12 and maybe fight for a uh, spot in the big 12 championship game this year and then next year is when the ascension of the mountaineers and you know the mountaineers of the of the 2000s is uh back and everybody is afraid of the mountaineers again all right drum roll here we go soon b russ soon baby uh, mm -hmm. a couple all right so there's b russ's games he's kind of looking out for uh, i also had the alabama miami game on there alabama minus 18 uh, it's a big number, right, for uh, for a quarterback, uh, Bryce Young, who most likely will start, uh, but it, we'll see if it's, if it's him or not. Obviously, they have to re or, uh, replace 55 touchdowns between uh, Devontae Smith and uh, Najee Harris, so that'll be a big task as well. I also had West Virginia, Maryland. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with West Virginia there. Uh, I know Maryland's got some young guys. they got 15 total starters returning, um, but uh, I think West Virginia can get it done on the road. And then I also like Georgia, too. Again, uh, JT Daniels, a little more – uh, solidified quarterback there and Clemson's rolling with uh, what he'll be a sophomore DJ will uh, this season. So a couple other games here, BRS, I had one in the big 10, of course, I had to go to the Gophers taking on uh, Ohio state at home uh, minus 13 and a half, the Ohio state Buckeyes on the road. They'll be the favorites there. Gophers, obviously one of the more experienced teams in the big 10 uh, last year, dude, they lost two games to COVID and they played another game without 33 players. So uh, kind of a weird, again, just a weird year. Obviously last year, you can't really mm -hmm. count it towards anything, but um, Tanner Morgan, he, uh, he, he's back. So it should be fun to watch him and kind of see what happens there. Ohio state's uh, only been above 500 against the spread once since 2016. So keep an eye on that. I actually like the Gophers here taking the points 13 and a half, at home and then of course my Boise State Broncos they got a new coach and Andy Avalos and uh, Hank uh, Bachmeyer is back he's healthy he's ready to roll but uh, he's going to have some pressure B Russ if he doesn't uh, play well out of the gates uh, Boise State has a nice UFC transfer in Jack Sears so he's chomping at the bit to get some playing time so it should be a fun uh, season for the Boise State Broncos as they take on Central Florida 
on the road there Thursday, September 2nd. One of the first games, I believe, there for week one. So that's always fun. Boise State, obviously, being out west, they always play late, late, or like Thursday games. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's, it's always fun to, to catch some of those games there. So I'm leaning to take uh, the, uh, the Knights there. I just don't think uh, Boise State, first-year head coach, uh, some things are going to have to happen there. And uh, he might start off slow going across the country damn near uh, to Florida. That could be uh, that could be a problem. And obviously, UFC, UCF has, what, a new coach in uh, Gus Malzahn, too. So I like UCF there, minus four. Those are a couple of games I like there, B-Russ. Yeah, and then I was just looking. They put out lines for, you know, like their, quote, unquote, game of the years. So far, I was doing a little just perusing of it. Uh, you know, something I noticed, Ohio State and Alabama, and I think they were on there a total of, I want to say, seven or eight times total okay. between them. Um, they are no less than a 10-point favorite in every single game. Oof. So far, Ohio State, they get uh, Oregon on at home in Columbus uh, the second week of the season. They are 13-and-a-half-point favorites, and then they're – Closest spread so far from what I've seen is they go on the road to Indiana in October, uh, 10 and a half point favorites there for the Buckeyes. Um, and then, you know, they got Penn, they go Penn State at home. I think they're 11 and a half point favorites there. And then they go on the road to Michigan, uh, 13 and a half point favorites there. That spread could not be, it could be a 40 point spread. I was, Ohio State is going to beat the shit out of Michigan. <laughs> this year because of what they did everything that happened last year yep yep for sure yeah that's gonna be uh, a big game any any of these top teams here b russ do you think can go undefeated alabama ohio state clemson georgia any of those guys um you know i if i had to pick one it would probably be georgia just because okay. there's that they have an established quarterback Yep. Uh, you know, Alabama has Bryce Young, who hasn't started. C.J. Stroud is coming in for Ohio State. Supposedly, they Ryan Day, Ryan Day doesn't know who his starter is. He knows it's C.J. Stroud is going to start. And then yeah. uh, Uyunglele, he's coming in for Clemson. I mean, obviously, he started against, uh, you know, Notre Dame last year. But uh, it's going to be a bit of a different uh, environment and a different feel, you know, going in and knowing that you're the big man on campus this year for him. So how does he adjust to that? Uh, I, I think if it's George, it's gotta be Georgia, man. I mean, their defense is nasty. It's always going to be nasty. And then they got an established quarterback in um, JT Daniels and they got uh, what's the wider, whoever the wide receiver is number one, he's uh monster too he, yeah george pickens there b russ right? george but pickens yeah he, yep george pickens. acl in march i think right excuse me yeah that that's what i saw yeah oh that's upsetting yeah um, so still if, if it's any of them it's george it's georgia yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think that's still upsetting now what guys. i think they have the best defense out of those out of those four teams yeah too. exactly yeah i think that they have the best defense and uh you know i think um they they i think Kirby Smart has a lot to prove. Um, he's got to prove that he can get it done in big games. And, you know, it's going to obviously be a test right off the bat for them playing uh, the Tigers in uh, Charlotte and a neutral site game. It's going to be going to be interesting, going to be fun, fun there first week. 
Oh, I, I can't wait. Uh, I'm, I'm just chopping up the bits. Uh, I have a hot take. Well, not really a hot take, but uh, Boise State has this wide receiver. He's going to be a senior now, uh, Khalil Shakir. He will be taken in the first round of the NFL draft. So if you are a wide receiver fan, if you like electric uh, personalities and uh, guys that can fly up and down the field, return punts, return kicks, uh, this is your guy. So if you're watching Boise State game, uh, watch for Khalil Shakir, the number one wideout for Boise State. He'll go in the first round next year, B-Russ. First round, wow. I First like round, it. I'm calling it, I'm calling it. And I think the Gophers too. Uh, the Gophers will bench Tanner Morgan at some point this season and roll with Zach Anikstead. Uh, product of uh, Mankato, Minnesota. We, uh, he went to my high, uh, not high school, because he, he's way, way younger, but he went to the grade school uh, that, uh, that is in St. Peter, Minnesota. So I am, uh, I'm gunning, well, he's gunning for Tanner Morgan's job. So I think Morgan... And he kind of struggled late last year, too. So Zach Anikstead will eventually uh, sometime this season be the number one QB for the Gophers. Those are my two hot takes, B-Russ. No, I think that, you know, West Virginia, I also have a hot take about the quarterback situation. Um, West Virginia, Jarrett Daigie coming in uh, third year in the system. I mean, he's a guy who's not going to make mistakes. He's not going to turn the ball over, but he's also not going to, you know, make that big player go downfield or, you know, make that, you know, maybe risky play when you need it. Uh, they have a sophomore, or yeah, I think he's a red shirt. I can't, I, with the, you know, extra year, it's hard yeah. to put together who, where everybody's at. But uh, Garrett Green, he's mobile quarterback. He can, he, I think he's going to come in at some point and take over the starting job. And then he, he's the quarterback of the future for Neil Brown and the Mountaineers. All right. I like it. Uh, early prediction, B-Russ, to win it all. You got a team? Um, I'm going to say Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say the dogs. Okay. I like it. Um, I want to say Georgia too, but I am going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say Ohio state. I'll go with Ohio state. Okay. Yeah. I think but I want Georgia. From now, I think, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that from every week from now until college football starts, we need to just look at different uh, it's like next week we can look at win totals, yep, yep. see what uh, comes in, and then like Heisman odds the next week, the national yeah. championship odds, and all that. So, and you know, just we need to start prepping for college football because it's going to be a big, big season. Absolutely, and uh, it's going to be kind of our first season here at the network too. That, that's what I'm going to be excited for too. So yeah. I know Dan is going to do some blogs starting today. Here I'm going to start uh, diving into week zero, week one. I'm going to every day from here on out to to college football starts. I'm going to take one game and just kind of dissect it and take a pick on the spread or total of, of a single game. So I'm going to start that today. Uh, on week the, zero, on- we got a matchup uh, between Nebraska and Illinois in Dublin, Ireland. I'm pretty sure. Yes, and Nebraska eight and a half point favorites there, B Russ. Uh, it's do or die for Scott Frost. If they go five hundred or it, I, I, if they don't win eight games, then I think he's out. Yeah, it's uh, they got to get they got to get double digit wins this year. I wouldn't say double digit. Ooh, like if they get oh, eight I don't nine, know. I don't. I would. <laughs> I would. If they get eight nine wins, then yeah, I think that you know he he'll be fine. But if they okay. seven and five, six and six, he's he's out. He's out. Yeah, because they just the. Uh, uh, AD that hired him is gone. Yep. Um, so he's, you know, AD wants to bring in his guy. So I think that, you know, Nebraska fans think that they're back. They're going to say it every year. And, you know, um, a Nebraska overrated program. Oh, absolutely. Them, them, them and Tennessee are the same, the same pretty much. 
Absolutely. Um, shout out Nebraska, though. They have an awesome stadium. Uh, when I was at U Mary there in Bismarck, we toured it and got to walk on the field, throw some footballs, and uh, just a phenomenal facility. But clearly, it's not transitioning to wins, B-Russ. So. No. Nope. <laughs> it's a yeah, do or, do or die year for uh, old Scott for us. P.J. Fleck to Nebraska. Start the rumor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be, that'd be crazy. That would be in wild. Inner in in Big Ten West. That would be, be nuts. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, like B-Russ said, we're going to keep the college football uh, just talk going. Uh, podcast on the website. You can check it out uh, all day, every day. We'll be, uh, like B-Russ said, we'll, we'll dive into some type of line every episode Mondays and Thursdays. So, today we kind of picked our favorite games of week zero, week one there. Next week, uh, Heisman, win totals uh championship odds whatever every single week be rest every single episode we'll have something so just got to keep it rolling it'll be fun oh yeah i'm excited it's you know fans are back yeah, um yeah. it's that's that's the best like last year it just didn't feel like college football with no no fans in the stands i mean those that's what i love about college football as opposed to the nfl it's just the atmosphere you can even feel it on tv it's going to be it's going to be great having having fans back yep 100 percent. couldn't agree with you more there be Russ. So there we go. There's our college football talk uh, for today's episode, episode 57. It is July 8th. Be Russ. Obviously, no football to bet on. If I guess if you want to bet on some Madden Sims, but uh, what are your plays here today? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got uh, game two of the NBA Finals. Uh, I think that you know, I like the Bucks plus five. I'm not. I don't think they'll necessarily win the game, but I think they'll come out and they'll look a lot stronger than they did the other night. I think that uh, Middleton needs to get going a lot earlier. Uh, Kendrick Perkins keeps calling him the Batman of uh, the Bucks, and I just I I don't know what he sees in this. Like every time they need Chris Middleton to show up, I feel like it's he's just giving them dud games. But uh, I think Giannis, you know, he'll come out and they'll limit him a little more. Um, you know, because he came out and he was just super aggressive from the jump uh, on Monday night or on Tuesday night, and he, I think, needs to pull it back a little bit and let Drew and Middleton kind of cook uh, early, and then he just kind of comes in later in the game and, uh, you know, closes it out for him or maybe keeps him in it. Um, so I like the Bucks plus five, and I also like uh, the over in this one as well, over to 220 and a half. Um, I know you're on the under. Yes, sir. Uh, I think that, um, you know, listen. You know me. You know my lifestyle. I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. Uh, but we're rolling with the over. I think uh, again, gonna be a lot of, a lot of points. Just like the other night, you're gonna have. You know, you get 25 from Paul and uh, Booker each, and hopefully Middleton and uh, Holiday step it up. So over 220 and a half, and then I also have a little three-team MLB parlay. Ooh. I like the over eight and a half in the Yankees and Mariners game. I like the Rockies plus 115 on the road in Arizona. And I also like the Dodgers minus 160 on the road at Miami. Okay. There we go. There's b uh, play. I like it. Yes, I sir. like it. There's b Russ's plays there for July 8th there. And again, you can find all of his plays there on Twitter at b Russ 35 A little three-team parlay, b Russ. You're not a big baseball parlay guy, are you? Uh, you know, I took a break from baseball. It was kicking <laughs> my ass. So it's time to time to get back in it. We got we're gonna have a month here where that's all we're gonna have. So we gotta yep. start getting back into it. Absolutely. I might uh I might have to start diving into some like player props for baseball too, with uh because that's all yeah. we're gonna have, like Vera said, for the next month here soon. 
uh, especially with now the Stanley Cup Finals, the Lightning uh, win it all. Pretty cool there. Um, all right, so <laughs> B-Rust, not a fan. Uh, all right, so here's my plays. I need something. Uh, I, I don't think I've had a positive day in like a, a hot minute here. I am uh, in like seventh place in the Capra's contest here for July. So I'm pulling out all the stops. I'm taking the under in this Bucks uh, phoenix Suns game. I'm going to take under 220 there. I think this should be closer to maybe like 216, 218, uh, somewhere in there. So I'm going to take the under 220. I also have four no-run first innings. I'm going to take Colorado and Arizona no-run first inning. The New York Yankees, Seattle Mariners no-run first inning. Pittsburgh and the New York Mets no-run first inning. And Detroit and the Minnesota Twins no-run first inning. Two of those are plus money. The Twins, Tigers, and the Rockies, Diamondbacks. And then, B-Russ, my favorite bet of the day, I'm taking over 98 and a half runs in the MLB. Oh, they'll bring Let's salami. Go. Grand Let's go. Salami. Let's go. And uh, to cap it off, I need a player prop in the NBA. I'm taking under 11 and a half points and rebounds for Bobby Portis. I love how that dropped from 25 and a half <laughs> to 11 and a half. How, cra- how crazy was that? Oh, man. I mean, like, that was almost too – I should have known. Like, that's just too easy of a bet right there. He's 25 and a half. What was it, points and, <laughs> points and rebounds from him you took the other night? The yeah. under? I mean, that catch so easily. I think he got to nine or something. <laughs> yeah, that just too easy. And yeah. then I had campaign over 11 or more – over 10 and a half points the other day, and he got 10. So, oh. I was hoping for some garbage time points from him. But, uh, yep. you know, hey, it is it is what it is. Hey, we are on to Thursday, July 8th, B-Russ. Let's make some money. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up here? Uh, let's, let's, just, let's have a day. Yeah. And uh, Suns, Bucks, please go to five games. Please go to five games. I don't care who wins. Just go to five games. Is that what you picked? You picked it to go to five? I picked it to go to five, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully Bucks, go six. Yeah, Bucks got to get this. Well, I guess they don't have to get this one, but uh, no. just go to five games. So. Yeah. All right. It'll go fast. Thank you as always. Appreciate it. Again, you can find all his plays at brust 35 on Twitter. You can follow the network at Cody Cappers and myself at Cody Capper pace. Everybody. We will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great Thursday. Let's make some money and go Conor McGregor. Let's go. Let's go. Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com.